Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 110 of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So the seasons are changing. The leaves are changing, it's colors, the weather is changing, and there is change all around us. But what about you? Are you changing? Well, ready or not, this is the perfect time to implement those changes that you have been contemplating for far too long. In today's episode, we are going to take a deep dive into the process of change, talk about what makes change so doggone hard, and I'll give you a few tips to help you make the process a little smoother. And so I hope to inspire you to embrace the season. Hello there again, guys. I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe. It is officially fall. I do love this season because the air finally cools down. The mosquitoes, Lord, the mosquitoes finally go away and the humidity begins to get lower and lower and lower. And that is one thing I could not wait for. And most importantly, we begin to approach some of my favorite holidays of the year. There's Halloween and Thanksgiving and then the ultimate Christmas. So I just love this time of year. I love fall also because during this season, you can actually see change happening. You see the leaves go from green to orange and yellow and brown. You actually see them falling from the trees. You got to rake them up if you got a lot of trees in your yard. You feel the air go from being hot to more cool. Have any of y'all already had to turn your heat on in the house, especially in the morning? I know I have. (laughs) Fall is one of those seasons that ushers in change. And that is what we're going to talk about today. There have been a few changes in my life recently. Some I was prepared for, others I was not ready for. And looking ahead, there are several changes that I plan to make, some small, some very big. Regardless of the size, I have to do the work to make the change. And so do you. So first, to help get change started, I want to educate y'all on the process of change. Yes, there is an official process to changing that most of us go through and understanding this process may help you struggle less when going through the process of change. So there are six stages of change. There's pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. Let's briefly talk about what each of these stages mean and what they look like. Stage one, pre-contemplation. In this stage, there are some things that you need to change in your life, but you aren't aware of it yet or you just have not accepted it yet. For example, you've been feeling really anxious about everything that's going on. You've been having trouble sleeping. You haven't feared for negative thoughts. You feel panicky all the time. You feel agitated and you've kind of pulled back from your family and friends but you don't think that there's a problem that needs to be addressed yet. That is the pre-contemplation stage. There's a problem, but you don't really know what's a problem yet. Stage two is contemplation. 
In this stage, you begin to think about making a change. You go back and forth within yourself, weighing the options and the pros and cons. Man, you're telling yourself, man, I feel really stressed and my sleep is off. I'm agitated and I'm anxious all the time. Maybe I should do something about this. I am tired of not feeling like myself. Maybe I need to make some changes. Basically, you're contemplating what you should do. That takes us into stage three, preparation. Here, you have decided that it's time to make a change. You are planning and you're putting things in place to help you make the change that you desire. You find yourself a therapist, you make your first appointment, you set a meditation schedule and a nightly routine, you even set time limits for your social media usage, and you look into some yoga classes. You are getting ready to jump into a new season and you are preparing yourself. So that is the preparation stage. Stage number four is action. You have put your plan into motion. You met with your therapist for the first time. And if she's me, then she's everything. She's bomb. (laughs) You have been meditating. Your sleep is getting back on track. You have gone to yoga three weeks in a row. Basically, you're killing it and you're feeling less anxious and less agitated. Stage five is maintenance. These changes you've made have become a part of your daily life now. You're even recommending these things to other people. You're referring your friends to therapy. You're inviting them to yoga with you. You have been going strong for two months now. And then comes stage six, relapse. You fall off the wagon. You go back to your older and unhealthy thoughts and behaviors. You missed your last therapy session and you haven't gone back in months. You don't remember the last time you went to yoga. And before you know it, you're right back to being anxious and agitated. Does this cycle sound familiar? Many of us do this cycle several times a year. Probably every quarter we go through this cycle in some form. We typically go through the maintenance, relapse, and contemplation stages over and over. We start doing well, we're feeling good, and we think we don't need to do those things anymore, or we get distracted, so we relapse. Then we start back over with contemplating if we should try again, and the cycle continues. Here's what I want you to know about change. Change takes time, more time than you would probably think, or more time than you probably would like, okay? I explain to my clients all the time that three counseling sessions, four counseling sessions is not going to change your life. Unfortunately, I know we wish it was much faster, but this is a process, y'all. Most of the times when you are making a change, you are trying to break old habits that you have had for years or even decades. And then you're trying to develop a new habit and it takes at least 90 days to create a new habit. And then you're trying to sustain this new way of life. Yo, change takes time. So you have to be patient with yourself. So now that you are aware of the cycle, I want you to ask yourself, what stage do you stay in the most? Now, I know some of y'all are like, it's relapse. It's relapse for me. That's where I stay. (laughs) Me too. That's where I spend a lot of time in relapse. But we are human, which is again, why I want you to be patient with yourself and never give up on trying to change for the better. So now let me give you a few tips to help making change more doable, okay? Y'all know I can't just let you go leaving thinking that this is impossible, that you are gonna just relapse forever. There are a few things that you can do to make this process a little smoother, okay? Tip number one is to have a positive view of change. Say this with me, guys. The battle begins and ends where? 
in the mind. It all starts with how you think about change. If your view of change is negative, bad, this is too hard, or this is threatening my normal life, then change is going to feel hard and bad. Some of you psych yourselves out before you even start to change with your thinking. If your contemplation stage is full of negativity, this journey is going to be super hard for you. Now on the flip side, you can view change as a new opportunity to be better and bigger and greater. You can see all the positives to the hard work that you are about to put in. When you think about living a life where you know how to decrease your anxiety or a life where you feel good most days or a life where you are healthy or a life where you are doing what you love or a life free of addiction. When you think about it positively, you're more than likely going to stick with it. The choice is yours. So from the start, ensure that you have a positive view of change. Tip number two is to take baby steps. Trying to change your whole life Fix your whole life at one time is a setup for a disaster. Don't do it. Pick one or two things at a time and go from there. Don't do the most, okay? If you do the most, you will burn out before you even get started. I say prioritize your issues and start with the most pressing concern. Work on changing that first. And once you've been maintaining that for a while, then you can start on another issue or set a new goal. Don't do it all at once, okay? Baby steps is the way to go. Tip number three is to celebrate small success. Why? Because change is hard, okay? It can be hard to stay motivated. One thing you can do to help you stay motivated is to celebrate yourself. Reward yourself when you're making changes consistently. Oh, you've been consistent for two weeks now? Let's celebrate. Pat yourself on the back because change in any capacity is hard. Don't be like, I got to do this for six whole months and then I'll celebrate. Sis, what? That's a long time. How about we celebrate all the small wins? Oh, you ate healthy this week? That's a win. Oh, you didn't cuss anybody out this week? That's a win. Oh, you didn't drink this weekend when you really wanted to? That's a win. Oh, you met all your deadlines at work this month? That's a win. Celebrate yourself. If you don't, who will? Don't wait for someone else to come do it. Do it yourself. This will help you stay motivated to change. Tip number four is to remember your why. This is crucial during those times where you feel like relapsing. Remember why you are doing this. Remember why you started. This is especially important when you're trying to make mental changes, such as setting boundaries or ending relationships. Remember how tough and down things were before you began to make those changes. So keep your why in mind to keep you going forward. And lastly, tip number five is to get back up. You will fail, okay? That's life. Failure happens. You're going to relapse. You may quit. You'll give up. You'll feel it's too hard. That's fine. Just get back up. Don't be afraid to fail and don't be afraid to try again. Do you know how many times a baby falls when they're trying to learn how to walk? When it's making that change from crawling to walking, babies fall countless times, but they don't stay there. They get right back up and try again and again. Oftentimes, they get up and they fall down immediately, but they get right back up. Sometimes they're smiling and laughing and they keep going. See, they know the benefit of learning this new thing. They see this change as good. Even when they fall, they're going to get back up 
you have to do the same thing. I remember when I was a kid, I got a pair of pink and white skates for my birthday. I was so excited and I went outside on the road in front of my house to teach myself how to skate on the pavement. No knee pads, no helmets, no elbow pads. This was back in the day. We didn't do none of that then, okay? (laughs) Just me and the road. And I busted my butt plenty of times, but I never gave up on learning how to skate. Maybe I would take a break. I would go get a Band-Aid for my knee and I would go back out and try again. Falling off happens. You just have to want that change bad enough that you'll get up every single time and try again. So I hope that you feel inspired to take a deep breath and jump into this season of change. To view change as a positive thing that will make your life better and to get back up every time you fall. Y'all, change is hard, but like I've always told you, you can do hard things. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.